Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviret, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich. Hello, and welcome to an episode of the Tarvian podcast, this week with a British guy. And a not British guy. <laughs> and not a third guy, unfortunately. Again. Uh, third guy is always sleeping <laughs> when we need him to. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel bad as well because last last week was quite a meaty chapter and you guys managed to compress it into a... Because you, you had some minor technical issues. You managed yeah, to squeeze it into quite yeah. a small time period. And this week well, we've got an even smaller chapter. So I, I feel like this is going to be a very short episode. <laughs> Um, how's every little thing? How's your life treating you? Uh, life's treating me well. Uh, I've got another child on the way. Congratulations! Which awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll. Yep, yeah, I'm sure that'll really help uh, all the podcast uh, extend the amount of podcasting time. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, if you can, you know, have the baby, feed the baby, keep the microphone on, and and just keep plugging away, right? <laughs> and go for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that won't that won't be till December. So yeah. Uh, well. I tell you what, even just the uh, baby not being here, it still makes me a lot busier. So, <laughs> uh, it'll come eventually. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been there. I've been yeah. there. Well, how, how many? Um, how many have you got? I've got two boys. Two boys. And, yes, they're older now, so uh, days of diapers and, and warming up bottles and, and all that's over for me. Yeah, whereas oh, I've boy. got I've got a little girl who's two very soon. So, so yeah, she needs she needs to be weaned off the old nappies. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be a big sister, but she she seems to be quite excited about it. So that's a good thing, at least. But, so welcome um, to Baby Talk with Bill and Rob. Yeah, welcome to. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, how would you raise a child in the wheel of time at universe? <laughs> uh, I'd throw it at the SID, <laughs> the ACID, and just be done with it. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> just use magic. Take care of it. Take this. <laughs> yeah. Fire its poop away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah you guys you guys discussed uh, last week as i said uh, the the lovely chapter of winter's night where we get the old uh, the old trollic attack on uh, rand yes. and he's the dad tam's farm and uh, old smart narg as we like to the call him narg. the smartest of nargs narg <clears throat> the smart trollic yes uh, narg smart <laughs> <laughs> the one bit about that chapter that i wish you were with us for was that as of right now we have a missing, missing horse. A missing horse? Nah, uh, she's not to... missing. She's all, she, she knows exactly where she is. <laughs> she's, a smart, she's, she's a smarty, that one. She, she knows exactly where to go. Yeah, I don't care how smart Narg is. Bella is a lot smarter. <laughs> she could smell the trollocs <laughs> yeah. coming, and she was out of there. She's like, no. <laughs> well, it's really because, you know, I'm reading the book. You know, this is my third time reading the chapters, and I get to that part, and it's like, the sheep pen is eviscerated. There's sheep carcasses everywhere. Then he goes to the barn, and my first thought was like, oh, Bella, no! <laughs> there's no sign of struggle. She's not there. No signs of any wrongdoing in the barn. So, yep. hopefully she's a smart horse and knows where to go. Yep, I'm, I'm a Bella super fan. So, Bella, <laughs> stay safe wherever you are. Make your way through the Westwood. You know, See if you can head back to the two rivers. Go to Edmunds Field. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, make sure you're safe. <laughs> The Twitter handle that follows us is called Bella, the Chosen One. I thought that might have been might have been one of your uh, bots. 
Uh, no, not one of my bots. <laughs> my bots, uh, my bots have all been taken over by Russian bots. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, controversy on the other website or on the other podcast. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, good old Bella. Glad she's safe. Yes. But yes, so um, uh, we're up to chapter six. We are up to chapter West. six. Yes, the Westwood. Um, do we have any weird of time news? What do you think? Uh, no, I mean, from what I've been gathering, uh, it's kind of hush hush over at the Amazon Studios, and I think his name is Rafe, the the main showrunner that they yes. hired. So, as I spoke with Rich last week, because of all the hush hushness, it's created a lot of internet buzzes. Potential. Um, well, yes. Brandon seems to really like the guy Rafe. Which that's is right. Good... Brandon gave that. That's one little bit of news. Brandon gave him a thumbs up. Yep. Uh, the <laughs> news we have that Brandon also okayed the first two scripts, mm. which is a good sign. And I believe he also confirmed on a Reddit post recently that he had signed a like no disclosure agreement, so he's not allowed to talk about certain things. Ah. Which is also a very good sign because that's normally right. Right. Shut up. Yes, <laughs> and Brandon's very, very famous for not being able to shop at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love the fact that his website gives you a percentage of all of his projects. I love that he's yeah. completely transparent, open doors. I love that. Oh, well, there's um because of because he's a Cosmere universe is so vast. He actually um, there's this thing called the words of Brandon. <laughs> oh and it's kind of like it started off with a thing where it's like if, if people sent off to his website to get a, a signed copy of one of the books people could ask a question and then he would write it in the book and send it back that's awesome that, that kind of started off the words of brandon so um he's famous for oh, what's the line it's um uh raffo which is read and find out so it's kind of like if you can't answer it without spoiling loads of stuff, he'll raffo you. Uh, oh. But it's also become a thing now where he literally gets trolled everywhere he goes by all the super fans and like you know people who run podcasts, people who run the Copper Mind website, Seventeen <laughs> Shard, yeah, all of those guys. They all troll him now. All the interviews he does, and there's like a, a section at the end for words of Brandon where people can ask him questions, and he'll give really cryptic answers about the Cosmic Universe. <laughs> you know what would be best instead of he signs the book and answers it. Well, what if he put the answer somewhere like page 712? Just randomly puts the answer somewhere in the margins of some <laughs> random page. So you have to, so read. You have to like, <laughs> literally have to read and find out. I suspect if people are reading detailed questions, are asking detailed questions about the Cosmere, they're going to read that far anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But anyway, back to Robert Jordan. The, uh, Robert Jordan. The pre-Sanderson. <laughs> yes. So right now we're kind of at the aftermath of, of the uh, trollic attack on the uh, outdoor farm. Uh, yep. Tam, Tam kind of is, pieces. Tam, what has on the surface appears to be not a serious wound is apparently affecting him worse than was to be thought. He's going in and out of uh, what Rand is calling fever dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rand has just put together a litter uh, from the old cart that they had and he is pulling him through the woods back to Evans Field is the only thing that he could think to do. My first note here says, Rand's struggle is very real. The cold, the fatigue, the pain in his shoulders from yeah, pulling the litter. Because he's had to put the litter together out of nothing. He's worried about, because Tam mentioned to him that Trollocs, some Trollocs can hear a pinprick like miles away or whatever it was. Yes. Uh, and so he's worried about tro- Trollocs hearing every single step and every crunch of the branch he makes as he as he pulls his poor old dad through on this litter. 
and that he's going not going along the road he's going off the roads because he yes. doesn't want to attract attention so that's yeah and he's worried about the race isn't he as well. yeah and you know the fatigue they were heading home for the night so they already had a full day of activity bringing the cider and brandy to the, to the village and bringing it back they were just about ready to settle down for the night and all gets ramped up again so he's kind of working on pure adrenaline at this point mm. yes and um largely an uneventful chapter apart from <clears throat> some of the uh the random stuff that uh, tam just sort of seems to blurt out yeah <laughs> being pulled along. I mean, it's a lot of a lot, a lot of uh i guess not, not not a lot of dialogue dump but what i mentioned last week was people who've read this book series before will realize this is a lot of callbacks while people who are reading this for the first time yeah this is a lot of, this is a lot of callbacks up. stuff in book 12 <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if it is book twelve. You know, I'm just saying. Like, it's just he's he's saying stuff which just sounds like absolute gibberish, and then you learn like many many books later that oh, Robert Jordan had all this planned out. <laughs> yeah, he, I got lots of pictures for Tan's dreams. You know, lots of lots of information is given completely random. Uh, something called a Vendasora that was apparently a sapling. Uh, some faraway mm-hmm. land called Carhine. You know, yeah. that was a long uh, 500 years of peace and then yep. to cap it all off uh tan talks about the blood price the blood price for a vendoladera lemon's pride you know all these you know names and places and things are just at this <laughs> point gibberish to rand and the and, first time reader. yeah even, even to me as a third time reader i'll be like uh where are these places <laughs> just like, i vaguely remember some of them just like, oh, i remember that oh i remember the sapling oh yeah of course i remember that Drake big wall they talked about endlessly in book nine. Yes. <laughs> and then it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, I remember all this stuff. And then he mentioned something which kind of like Rand again is just like, what the what the hell is dad talking about? And then he eventually <laughs> blurts something out which puts the fear of God into Rand. Any child at that. But yes, what what what's that? Well, he um, I can't remember the exact wording, uh, but he mentions to Rand, uh, or he just blurts out something about finding a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes Rand think, am I his son? <laughs> Did he find me? This is, this is the passage I took for readings with Bob. Ah, it's not, as, as you mentioned, it's, it's not a meaty chapter. So the one meaty bit that's there is what I utilized. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Rand is a complete focused adrenaline rush got to get my father to Evans Field and he's just pulling through all the brush and the and the and the woods because you're off road and he hears Tam you know in a fevered pitch allude to the fact that Rand may not be his his blood relative and he just say like, what he just you know, crumbles down falls down he's like that, that what are you talking about of course I'm your son what do you mean you know but then you get the whole story of you know uh, I was on, you know, fighting on the mountain, fighting against these people where the men and the women fight, not just the women, but the apparently women in labor are mm-hmm. in battle as well. And, <laughs> How nuts and, is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go, go to your wife and ask her if she's ready for a wartime battle. See, see how she takes to that. <laughs> but, I know. <laughs> but yeah, they, no, that's what they used no, to do. No, that's no, what they no, used no. to do back in the day. They used to take their wives with them. Why yeah, we're at the war, honey. And the little one can fight along the way. It's okay. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, that you know, that the illusion is that you know he was battling someone who was maybe in labor. They have the that the woman has a child, and then Tam comments, "Oh, we, me, me and the wife always wanted to have a son." And then he says, "Rand is a good name," or something like that. I like that name, and you know, then he goes back into un, into unconsciousness. Hmm. And he's like, oh, "This is just too much. I can't. This is." This yeah. guy, it's just the fevers talking. Yeah, he just he so. just kind of convinces himself, doesn't he? No, fevers talking. <laughs> He's definitely yeah. my dad. He can't. I can't not be his son. This is crazy. No, no, no. Exactly. One other bit uh, in this chapter is the the fact, like we like I mentioned, Rand was not on the main road. He was off the road because he didn't want to attract attention, and it pays off. Uh, halfway to town, he starts to hear the 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 sound of. of marching feet in time mm-hmm. and he sees do you remember what he sees um <laughs> he sees <a> col- <laughs> sorry to me to put you on the spot but i can't know i can't remember what he sees <laughs> a column of trollocs led by our mysterious black rider oh yeah yeah no i was thinking that i was thinking I, was, oh, you know, I suddenly just had a thought from lord of the rings so apologies for that <laughs> 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 no problem but but he see you know he sees tro- two dozen of trollocs just in line in two by two marching in time down the road and then the mysterious black rider which now he's going to piece together is maybe the murdral mm-hmm. because as we know narg told him that Mur- murdral won't speak you yes smart so, you know, Randow is just patchy, like, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And as it progresses between the trollic attack, hearing of a murder, his father's injuries, his father's fever dreams, now seeing a, a whole column of trollics followed by it, being led by this murder, it's, you know, one of the lines was, like, nightmares, nightmares roam free tonight or something like that was one of the lines Jordan used. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's when they get back to the town, isn't it? So yep. he eventually does sort of, you know, manage to pull his dad through the litter, through the Westwood, and uh, put him into Emmons Field. And mm-hmm. it looks like they've had a pretty bad night as well. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That may continue into the next chapter, out of the woods. Oh, wow. yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> out of the. Yeah, just, we're in the woods. The next chapter is out of the out woods. Of the words. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I wasn't sure if that was still part of this chapter. <laughs> I remember, well, I, think, I remember the chapter being really short and just being like, "Am I already on yeah. the next chapter?" <laughs> <laughs> if we quite played it, we might have doubled up this this episode into two chapters. Yeah, I think we had we had a look we had to look through the, uh, the the length for some of these chapters, and there will be some chapters later on where we are going to double up. But uh, we want to give you guys notice on that if if you are reading along with us. We're going to oh, yeah. next week. Absolutely. We're going to do chapters. You know. 27 28 together uh not that that's correct but <laughs> we will we will give you guys plenty of notice in future but we kind of just you know going with our normal format last week said oh yeah we'll just do chapter <laughs> we'll just do the uh the westwood and then it was just like oh this chapter's like four pages long <laughs> well let me pose you the same question that i posed your counterpart so you've undertaken two very large projects with rpg the golden years and the tavira which which will end first? Ah, I think you did ask me that last time. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll the uh, the next one, the next one, the, the one that ends first will be the Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> all seven hundred plus chapters. All seven hundred plus chapters, yeah. Because, well, 
reasonably it's going to be like a year until we finish the first book i think and then if you say that's so roughly about 15 16 years possibly with extras in there um yeah i definitely think uh golden years will take longer it's 500 (laughs) it's 500 rpgs with stuff that i keep adding RPGs are not short games. They are not, and me and Rich, uh, have, as we have proven, don't play them at a fast pace, Steve. <laughs> you play at the best pace that you can. Uh, yes, which sometimes is like I haven't played a game for almost two weeks. <laughs> well, you're going to have midnight feedings coming up, so there's your perfect opportunity. You yeah, know? exactly. That's that's what happens when you have kids. But yeah, I mean, is is that it for the chapter? Are we done? Yeah. Well, I mean, one other note I had in here is this: Rand has heard of a Ventisora. But he never knew it as a sapling. He just knew it as the, I guess, theoretically, a big tree of life. Yes, and, the big tree of life. Yep, and that it was only owned by some entity known as the Green Man. We get our first mention of the Green Man here. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. So I don't think yeah, I, I don't think the Green Man's ever mentioned again after this book either, is it? <laughs> I remember. I always remember thinking that when I was reading these books. I was like, <laughs> that thing was definitely just a plot point for the first book. <laughs> well, yeah, I know the main the main point they want to make is that you know Rand has heard of the things Tam has been talking about in his fever pitch, but as stories, not as not, not yeah as stories, but not as like the, the beginning of it. To Rand, yeah. the tree of life or Aventasaur was always there, and it never really had a beginning. Yeah. I don't yeah, it, Rand, it it brings it brings forth Rand's ignorance over his dad's past life. Yes, I think he knew because yes. he knows that his dad at one point left the two rivers, but I don't think he knows quite the uh, the Im- the impact that Tam had on the world. <laughs> no, no, no one um, does. He point. went no, uh, you know, he wasn't like a king or anything, but he went out and he he definitely experienced a lot of stuff <laughs> that's going to become apparent later on. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, one thing I, I and I literally just thought of this as I was talking to you. So Rand only knew the tree as the tree. He never knew that it could have a beginning. Much like uh, Jordan's openings to his books. Yes. There are many beginnings and endings. This wasn't the beginning, but it was yes. a beginning. But what we are getting here is the beginning to a lot of various different stories of law. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I hope you're keeping up, people. Make a note of the tree of life. It becomes very important later on. <laughs> yep, Jordan just kind of drops bits and pieces on you. I think um, Maureen has an um, exposition uh, in a couple chapters coming up where she'll go through the history of, of Evans Field and Two Rivers. That the history that was almost forgotten. Yes. So yeah, that's another couple, couple chapters. Yeah. But yes, so what is our next chapter then? Our next chapter is called Out of the Woods. Yeah, uh, of course. Like Rand Rand makes <laughs> yeah, once you're in the woods, you gotta get out of the woods, right? <laughs> so Rand, Rand does make it uh, successfully back to Evans Field, but not but how will, will Tan make it? Will Tan, oh, <laughs> More importantly, great. will Bella make it? <laughs> Bella may have already made it. Yes. For all we know. That's one very smart horse. <laughs> one very, very smart horse. Um, <laughs> do we have to start a kill count in the next episode as well? Oh, that's I, th- I, think, I think a kill, kill count is going to be impossible in this book. We're going to get the certain, yeah, certain scenes in the book where it's just basically wave of the hand and you know, thousands yeah. of dead, so. like the one, like the one with the box. <laughs> That's going to be ridiculous. Yes. Uh, oh god, yeah. The one with the box, yeah. yeah the ones at the, the one at the end is going to be insane. You know. That does bring bring up something I can let you know. Um, one of the conversations that I had with Rich uh, regarding counters. Uh, first off, he sided with me 
on Tams ignoring the weather in chapter one. Now you buy from. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> two, math never lies. Sorry, two <laughs> one. Sorry, it counts. So I put it on there. Um, Rich wanted to add two other counters. He wanted to add times Perrin acted stupid. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I don't think Perrin ever acted stupid. Uh, I think just... maybe I can think of one, but he's, he's, he's such a thoughtful. I wonder if he meant Matt. Uh, <laughs> Matt always does. Always, Matt's always doing dumb things, whereas Perrin's always quite thoughtful. That's the thing. Perrin, Perrin always tries to strive on not acting impulsive. Well, let's do uh, one. Let's do one for all three of the boys, shall we? When they act stupid, <laughs> yeah. When they do something really dumb, <laughs> Let's, we'll just cross it off. Say, so, yeah, uh, Rand is like dumb here. Yeah, Rand. Go, Rand even later in the book, Rand, Rand does things that that I kind of are you sure about. I know you're all being massive, powerful, whatever thing, but yeah, like you, the book, like the book and a half, he, spend, he spends on his own in the woods. Yeah. You really <laughs> um, another thing that uh, Rich said to do or asked to do uh, when and if. We get all three of us together on the same pod is to uh kind of guesstimate the over-unders on what we all the different counters we have kind of guess how many we're going to hit by the end of each book or series as a whole yeah well yeah when next time we well i'll say next time first time we ever do a podcast with all three of us <laughs> uh we'll 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 go we'll go through the list and we'll we'll all have a, a, so, a good old guesstimate at what's going to happen so i'm pretty sure that our listener base thinks we're like some bad 80s sitcom <laughs> where you're in the room and you say, oh, you want Rich? Hold on, I'll get Rich for you. And you run out, put on your Rich costume, then pop on out. Hey, I'm Rich. Uh, crap. Oh, you want Phil? Hold on, let me go get Phil for you. And run back into the room, put on your Bill costume, and run back out. Hey, I'm Rich. <laughs> hey, Rich, how's it going? <laughs> I'm all right. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers, come back. Cheers, I'm Mr. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, uh, people don't think you and Rich. Are these are exist? I think they're both one and the same. No, we I've, we've we've talked endlessly about the fact we have two giant podcasts that we do together. <laughs> yes. uh, if you want to hear me and Rich yeah. actually talk to each other, <laughs> go over to the oh, RPG Golden Years podcast. Uh, a week a uh, weekly podcast where we actually had our one year anniversary this week. Yes, congrats on the one year. Yeah, man, one year of uh, every week getting an episode out. Not always on time, but I like this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like exactly like this one, which I will raise my hand and, and, and say, yeah, I'm, I'm the sorry, I'm cause cause of the delay. So many <laughs> no, apologies to, to our great fan base out there. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, I look forward to the next chapter. So yes, it's gonna yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I guess I guess I'll have to see you back at the wine spring in at some point. Yeah. Well, before we before I think you we owe me a point. Out, I wanted, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do. I, I'm the tardy one. Uh, just, just, just watch your. Uh, we need to We need to toast to my new child. <laughs> December. I told you. I'm December baby. So is my father. So it's a good month. Good month. Good month. Good month. <laughs> um, I also wanted to do a quick mention, if you don't mind. I started a podcast, uh, unrelated to Wheel of Time. It's in Bill's realm. It's a video game podcast. I actually. Uh, my son, who is 12, Alex, and my nephew, who is 9, Anthony, are massive, massive Nintendo fans, specifically Mario and anything Mario-related. I know that my son is a big Mario RPG fan. Uh, Anthony uh, loves the, the platformers. So I started a podcast with the three of us called Mario Talk with Anthony, or I'm sorry, Mario Talk with Alex and Anthony, 
where I basically just sit the boys down and uh, we go over games that Mario has appeared in in chronological order, uh, narrowing it down to North American releases and on Nintendo consoles. And I'll show them some videos, uh, stuff they may know, stuff they may not know. And we've got our pilot out there. It's on iTunes, it's on, on Stitcher, it's on all the other places. It's called Mario Talk with Alex and Anthony. I love you guys to check it out. Boys were a little bit nervous or for the pilot, but by the end of it, I think they started to open up. And just check it out. Um, yeah, sure, I'm going sure, sure. to listen to it this week, I think. <laughs> oh, great. great. I, need, I need to squeeze it in there yeah. at some point. <laughs> I, did, I did have to do some corralling. There were some parts that kind of, at the time I recorded, that uh, that might not sound good. Then I listened it back. I'm like, oh, that works out perfectly. I just leave that right in there. Yeah, remember, it will never sound good to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing oh, what the human it's amazing the amount of uh, editing glitches and stuff that I put together and I hear it really loud and clear and other people just don't hear it because you know it's there your brain looks out for it <laughs> but it's amazing what the uh, the human ear overlooks yes well my son was trying to you know he was nervous and started what I thought was you know acting out but when I played it back I'm like oh no this works perfectly Never yeah. mind, keep it in there Good yeah job, normally, normally the stuff that I rant is the best stuff <laughs> Yes. Cool. Right. Well, I've got to run now. I've got to run, Rob. We forgot. We forgot readings with Rob. Oh. Uh, okay. Um. I'll. Yeah. I'll put it in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, here is readings with Rob. And now, the Taveren present to you readings with Rob. After a time, Tam spoke up again. Uh, Vendasora, it said it makes no seed. But they brought a cutting to Kerhine, a sapling, a royal gift of wonder for the king. Though he sounded angry, he was barely loud enough for Rand to understand. Anyone who could hear him would be able to hear the lines scraping across the ground, too. Rand kept on, only half listening. They never make peace, never. But they brought a sapling as a sign of peace. Five hundred years it grew. Five hundred years of peace with those who make no peace with strangers. Why did he cut it down? Why? Blood was the price for a Vendor Ladera. Blood the price for Lamin's pride. He faded off into muttering once more. Tiredly, Rand wondered what fever dream Tam could be having now. A Vendasora, the Tree of Life, was supposed to have all sorts of miraculous qualities. But none of the stories mentioned any sapling, or any they. There was only the one and that belonged to the green man. Only that morning he might have felt foolish at musing over the green man and the tree of life. They were only stories. Are they? Trollocs were just stories this morning. Maybe all the stories were real, as the news the peddlers and merchants brought, all the Gleban's tales, and all the stories told at night in front of the fireplace. Next, he might actually meet the green man, or an Ogier giant, or a wild, black-veiled Isleman. Tam was talking again, he realized, sometimes only murmuring, sometimes loud enough to understand. From time to time he stopped to pant for breath, then went on as if he thought he had been speaking the whole time. Battles are always hot, even in the snow. Sweat heat, blood heat, only death is cool. Slope of the mountain. Only place did it stink of death. Had to get away from the smell of it. Sight of it. Heard a baby cry. Their men fight alongside the women, sometimes. But why had they let her come? I, I don't. Give birth there alone. 
before she died of her wounds, covered the child with her cloak, but the wind blown the cloak away. Child, blue with the cold, should have been dead too, crying there, crying in the snow. I couldn't just leave a child, no child of our own. Always knew you wanted children. I knew you'd take it to your heart, Carrie. Yes, lass, Rand is a good name, a good name. Suddenly, Rand's legs lost the little strength they had. Stumbling, he fell to his knees. Tam moaned with the jolt, and the strip of blanket cut into Rand's shoulders. But he was not aware of it either. If a trollic had leaped up in front of him right then, he would have just stared at it. He looked over his shoulder at Tam, who had sunk back into a wordless murmurs. Beaver dreams, he thought dully. Beavers always brought bad dreams, and this was a night for nightmares, even without the fever. You are my father, he said aloud, stretching back a hand to touch Tam. And I am... The fever was worse, much worse. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at Pod with your request. We will see you next week. See you at the Wines Ring Inn. Take care, guys. Yes, take care, guys. Here's to new children, new beginnings, and uh, a, new, a new barrel of cider. Daddy daycare. <laughs> Daddy daycare. Wheel of time stuff. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you want to continue the conversation... Tap into the One Power and contact us on Twitter at TavirenPod. You can also contact Bill at Metunica and Rich at HailBlue1569. You can also reach Rob at his website, digging, D-I-G-G-I-N, diggingdeepsports.com. And, as always, we will see you at the Wine Spring Inn. Here's to another great podcast, gentlemen. Cheers! Ah, damn it, Bill! Not again! Brad, can you get another round of pints for me and the boys? Yes, yes, again. No, Bill, this time. Thank you, Brad. Much, much appreciated. Now, where were we, men? Actually, I believe it's Rich's turn at the Stone's table. Hmm? What's that you say? No, no, I don't think old Seth will have that Rich. enjoy me some podcasts wow this podcast sure is enjoyable but sometimes life has a little bit more pegged on for you than what you thought oh man is that a missile uh i'm okay thoughtscast part of the we can make this work probably podcast network
This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.